Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to kill Carl now. I'm going to make it one nice, hard swing. Try to do it in one because I like him. I just want you to put that in your brain and roll it around for a minute. I'm going to kill Carl and then Lucille here. She's going to take your hand. You can do it right in front. You can take my hand. I told you already, I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. But nothing is going to change that nothing. You're all already dead. Yeah, they really are, man. They used to listen to Carl when he said, get out of here before you find out how dangerous we really are. Mm, man. Welcome to the Bring Out the Dead show. Of course, this is motherfucking Austin, Los Angeles. And I got- you got your one and only Tony Lamar out here in Austin, Texas. Today's episode is brought to you by Milk. Hey, your mama's milk. <laughs> Because <laughs> they, they're, they're milking the show. They're milking. Oh, I see. They're milking the show. No, I thought they did good. I thought they got us to where we need to be for next season. Oh, feel man. Uh, no, they. they it's a good, it. Don't get me wrong. It's just they could have done it's, so much better. I, I, it's still a good episode, but it. I was trying to figure how they could because the hour and a half is too long for this one. I mean, I I really really thought it was going to start off with the war. Because it could have gave a better cliffhanger later, which they're going to do next season, which I'm like, why would you do that? They should have just kept going just a little bit. But, again, they're milking it. Because now I'm thinking about it. If they're going to try and make it to 10 season, they do have to milk some of these episodes. Because well, they're going to really catch it with the book. If you go back and listen to our episodes, some of the shows you're like, they're racing along. They're really speeding ahead. And you're like, oh, they're milking it. <laughs> like, Come on. Got a big gun. But but no, I hear what you're saying, and they did drag out the show a little bit, but I think the hour and a half was justified in the fact that they had to put all the pieces in play. It wasn't like the chess game has been going for a month, and now, you know, I mean, this was, they just now are like, okay, we need to put everybody in play. And by the time it got to the end, and you start seeing, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but everybody starts, you know, it, it, it left it exactly at the point it needs to be for season I feel I think they did a good job but I find it amazing because you talk about this season of the walking dead sounds like me talking about the new mass effect so I get it I hear where you're coming from mm. you know, it's, like I said, um, it's still a good episode I just felt that I mean if they're going to do cause here's the thing there's two parts of this little thing that you're seeing right now could have been mm-hmm. easily put into one and still wouldn't mess because you already know they're going to be all-out war in next season, okay? I, you had the same complaint last season. That's what no, 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 no. This, this is totally different. Here's here's my point. Here's my point, okay? Like I said in the last episode, they were already in the scene that everybody's been waiting to see. Why would you cut that in half, okay? Oh, okay. Man, okay, well, let me reframe myself. I think, yeah, all right. Here's the, here, let me reschedule myself. Here's the thing. I felt that this episode could have been a little more condensed with the with the first attack of this whole thing, Negan and the the you know, Kingdom and Alexandra, even Hilltop. 
because there's a little more that happens, and I think they're just, they just took pieces from this, and they're going to do it later, which why? I don't know. Fine. That's how it is. It's how it is. But we are jumping in a little bit. So let's talk about how they start off the whole episode with mostly about Sasha. You know, she's in darkness. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out what's going on. She's listening to headphones. You know, she's listening to some music, Re- right? Remembering a life that's, you know, gone by, that's passed now. Yeah. You know, and, and think about that. She was in love with two guys. It just sucks for her. You know, just don't fall in love with Sasha because you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, then now nobody has to worry about that unless you got like them milk issues going on you know but i like that she was listening to someday will be free i think that was very fitting <laughs> for where she was headed yeah and yeah. um and i i have a big problem with the group okay what's your the problem had, had no reason for at all any reason to dwight he has burned them too many times and they should have you they think so? When the, yeah, when Tar was saying do it, he should have done it. Well, hey, here's the thing: the guy's taking a risk. He's not with the rest of the group, and because they all come together, they never come one by by themselves. So, for me, say, well, why would they sit him by himself? They don't need to do this. There's no reason because for they this. needed they needed to infiltrate. They needed to get eyes on the ground there and that's exactly what he did he saw how many men were in uh, alexandria at the time he gave he was able to go back and give a very detailed report of everything including that daryl was there you know um he you know he didn't know maggie was around because she was at hilltop so he didn't have any interaction there but at the same time you know they, they had no reason to you know he would have been better off dead and i think that they should have just done that uh, so you but, still don't trust him. You don't trust him. No, not at all. I trust him uh, a little bit less than I trust the garbage pail kids. How about the smiley face pancake? A little That's, disturbing. <laughs> again, like, see the thing is that Negan, from his point of view, is not the bad guy, uh-huh. and that he's he's trying to get good with her by hey things are good here. It's not as bad as you'd think. You know, again, yeah, so, from his point of view, he's he, he's just trying to keep things in order. So is the dude in the white van with the candy. I'm just trying to give them some candy. Yeah, well, you know, they both want the same results. They just want to screw over the world, I guess. So why not? I guess. Yeah, wow. And that's the funny thing is that, you know, when you think about who Negan is, you know, when they, you know, you can think about like a character like Joker who, as they say, only wants to watch the world burn. Negan wants to control every aspect of this world. You know, I mean, he wants everybody under his thumb. It's more, yeah, it's just someone needs to be in charge, you know, and this is how the new world's going to be. It might as well be me in charge, you know. It goes again, like I said, there's, there's consequences of punishment. This is not, you know. Well, I also no. think he was probably thinking at one time that either he needs to be in charge or he's going to be one of these poor suckers on the working line, you know. And he needed to be able to get out in front of that. And I think that was one of the areas where Negan was very wise because he, apparently he's been doing this a while. You know what I mean? He didn't, and I think he was doing it from the get-go. I think he, he, I think as far as his character, and we are supposed to, there's supposed to be a new comic coming out about him, or maybe it's already out. Yeah. I read some of it. I read, I read some of it already. 
And yeah, well, I don't know if they give any backstory or anything, but I oh, think yeah, from, from the get go, like as soon as he saw shit going down, he's like, "This is an opportunity." Yeah, and I well, think pretty he, much. I think he started putting pieces in place right away. Do you know what he did before the zombie apocalypse? Sure. He was a coach. Oh yeah, I heard that from somewhere that he was like. Yeah, and also know why Lucille is called Lucille. It's his wife. You are correct. That's so cliche. Yeah, well, there, Come on, there you Kirkman. go. Try harder, Kirkman. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm one to talk because, you know, I got that hit comic out now, too. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I, I didn't follow you. You're on your own on that one, buddy. Yep. Uh, no, but, I, but I, I think Kirkman's doing a great job. I really love the, the, I love the freedom he's giving the TV show to kind of play with the license. But at the same time, I love the fact that it kind of gets clear. He's almost like the George Lucas of this thing. Where they at least got to be in the right universe, you know. He's not going uh-huh. too far. From well, I mean, if again, I think my my gut with the show is again is because of the comic book, and I, and I mm-hmm. have to start separating because now I'm starting to get and be one of those freaking nerds. It's not true the comic book. Why did you do it in the comic book? I'm starting to hear myself being that person, but at the same time, oh, I've been hearing I, it for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> It, I mean, it is true. You you only know the TV series, and one day you may read the comic books, and you may I see what my you know, probably you'll see from my point of view. But it'll uh, so, be the uh, same thing things. like how um, with Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, which was completely off my radar. That that is actually something I should have known about from an early age. That's a story I should have at least heard about, and I never did until the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And once I saw the Johnny Depp movie, I'd say it was probably a day or two later. I bought the book. I went and we used to have a Borders over near me, and I went and bought the book. And I I read that book every couple of years. I revisit that often. I love the way that that story is told. And while I'm reading the book, the parts that match the TV the the movie, like I can I can see the movie in those scenes. Uh-huh. And the scenes the scenes that aren't in the movie, you know, doesn't it, it's fine. It's it is what it is. It's the extra parts that are in the book, you know. I just uh, do, do you imagine the I same character? Do you, still, do you still see Johnny Depp playing? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And Benicio del Toro is Oscar Acosta, one hundred percent. And he just lives that role. He, and I I like his attitude because as, as much of the stuff as I've read about the real Oscar Acosta, he. He did do some research. He did hit that character's flavor a little bit. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. And the only well, other person on, I know that played him, yeah. one real quick thing is the only other guy that ever played Oscar Costa on, on movies was uh, Peter Boyle, and he did that yeah. in Where the Buffalo Roam. Where the Buffalo so I just, Roam, I, yeah. Yeah, and I think he hit it really well, too. So anyway, yeah, moving back to uh, what, what are we doing here? Is this... Is this the I Give a Fuck show? I can't remember what we're doing anymore. This is the last episode of The Walking Dead Oh, I'm sorry, Bring oh, Out the Dead for Season 7. The Sasha, Sasha Negan Show. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I loved how she was trying to work out the deal with Negan when she's just like, yeah, okay. You know, and I understand you could see that she was working out a plan in her head, which is funny that Negan missed it because it was a little over obvious. But when she was like, okay, one person's got to die, one person can die, and that kind of thing. Like, she was uh-huh. she was making these deals, and here's this guy who's supposed to be such a such a player in this world, and he just missed it completely. You know, he missed everything about what she was saying. Yeah, well, what, you know, they gave 
Abraham his swan song, pretty much, right? You know, mm-hmm. to give him his goodbye because it, it, it was too much taken from him. He didn't have really a chance to, you know, show well, off. I yeah, yeah I thought it was Sorry. a beautiful ending for him. I thought it was a beautiful ending. And I'm glad they did it for him and not Glenn because Glenn's the one we would have expected. This much is true. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. I will agree with that. Because it, it would be too, like you said, it's predictable if they did Glenn. But, mm-hmm. you know, one thing, we never saw that kind of side of Abraham. So it was, it, it stuck. And I liked mm-hmm. it. And that was my problem with this episode. Like, where do I cut? Because <laughs> I thought it ran lo- kind of long. Maybe because I want more of the what I've been waiting for the the, the final you know all out war, you know because mm-hmm. I was expecting to see one thing and they kind of did it, but now like okay they're gonna wait for season eight which I'm fine with overall well, it, it's we, better than we predicted that we predicted that already that it was gonna be next season that the war was gonna happen that it would be the setup now and then the war would come next season. Mm-hmm. Well, I so. think what's gonna happen is that they're gonna cover this this Negan story up to I think. Halfway through uh, season eight, because mm-hmm. something something else is coming. Uh, I've been trying to give hints out, but no one's caught it yet. So we will see soon enough. The season eight is going to be good, but I still like season seven. Overall, I still like season seven. I still, I have to say, mm-hmm. is my favorite season. Even with all the gripes I have, or which are just two major gripes. Other than that, I think it's a it is a decent episode. I mean, season. Uh, it did a great build up. Yep. Flowed really nicely, and and they didn't waste a lot of time. There was none of the cheesemaker episodes or anything like that, which I, I appreciated. Um, yeah, I, but yeah. Any, like, origin, like, any t- could you pick one episode you could have yanked out that like they didn't need? Not really. I, like, can, I probably I can. I would. I would have liked to have cut back on some of the Rick Michonne, you know, fe- you know, Fairfest, and uh, and instead like got more into. Preparation for the war and a little bit more into that stuff instead. That's about it. What's the episode you would remove? I think I would have done the not hillside, the ocean side mm-hmm. people a little different. And this freaking group of the garbage pill kids is frustrating because they're a new element that's not in the comic book. So I it's 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 frustrating me because I'm expecting something down the line and I'm not sure if they're involved with it or not. Is this this extra element? Messes my whole thought process of season eight because I don't know how they're going to play out. We know we can't trust the, the, the people. We already know mm-hmm. that. We found that out, which we all kind of thought. We, we all thought kind of, she's kind of shady, and you trust her <laughs> fairly quickly. You know, that, I worry about that. Well, we were and, saying before, there's no way I would trust her. You know, I like no. the idea that she wanted, I like that uh, Mama Trash Heap wanted to you know, make a little Rick in there. Mm hmm. No. no. You think she sleep? You think she sleeps on a pile of garbage? Like, what do you think the whole deal is? Well, her face is pretty clean. They're not dirty. I mean, they just live dirty, but they're right. not like all trashy looking. And you know, she had a very clean face. But they are bathing, and what mm-hmm. I don't know, but her skin is silky smooth. <laughs> they all got their own garbage bale, man. I used to have the cards with those guys. Oh, I bet you did. I bet you would see the movie too, didn't you? No, I never saw the movie. And actually, the cards were a little bit after time too i had wacky packs when i was a kid but uh eugene what do you think is going on there wanting to slow rick's group coming in with the bullhorn like what fuck eugene he's all dark man he's all black he's in black yeah he's a, time he to go, eugene. somebody needs to take eugene out 
He doesn't, and and when all this shit comes down, unless he has a serious role in doing something to get Negan, he has no way that he should be coming back to this group. And what I do you know, but he, he he makes bullets. He's 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 a commodity. You can't get rid of him. I, I don't give a fuck. He would. He's such a, a <laughs> weenie that he he trades sides at a heartbeat without. Well, it's his character. I'm not surprised. I get that. I'm not surprised either, but that still doesn't mean he's coming back in the group. You know what I mean? Um, I did get a kick out of the... (laughs) I did get a kick out of the orphan's bicycle brigade and the garbage trucks and everything else. What else would they be in? (laughs) Did you see what happens when we mess with the orphans? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I kept thinking the whole time. You see what happens when you join the orphans? (laughs) See what happens? Yeah, you trust us. We betray you. But um, how about what something that really hit me in the show? Could you follow a man like Ezekiel? I mean, forget about all the stuff that with the kingdom and all that. But when you're going into battle and you got some dude talking like this lunatic, <laughs> he's talking like a cartoon character. You know what I mean? He's trying to make, he's trying to make quotes. He wants history written. He wants that poster of him saying that today this will not follow where he said about Alexandra. All he wants shit. that. He yeah. wants that. He wants that. He wants that statue of him with his sword. I remember he, I was there when he said those words about th- this day Alexandra will not fall or whatever. I was there. That's what he's doing. That kind of stuff. He wants to be. Isn't immoral. there a point where somebody following him is like, "Hey, we're going into war. Will you fucking get serious for a minute?" <laughs> no, you gotta stay in character. You're an actor. You gotta, you gotta stay in character. Even though everybody knows you're lying and faking it, you still gotta stay in character. <laughs> okay, yeah, I gotta yeah, say, but wait a minute. My favorite oh. line from this episode is gonna be they got a tiger. <laughs> they got a tiger. I like that. They got a comedic, tiger. But there's an even better line. It's not really a line, more than a concept. Mm-hmm. But I love the question: Can me can Morgan fight this war and maintain his new self? What do you think on that? Uh, man, I'm I'm getting tired of Morgan. I'm sorry, you man. Trying. <laughs> he, I didn't ask a... you if you were tired of him. I asked, do you think that he can fight this war and maintain what he got from the Cheese Man? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, and and that's that's the problem because he still doesn't know who he is. I'm good. I'm 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 trying to walk a path of righteousness, but then I want to kill everybody. You know what? Pick a side and then deal with it. I'm just I'm tired of it. I'm I'm bored. I'm I tired of the war. Uh, yeah, just one hundred percent that he absolutely is on the fence about everything, and you uh-huh. you have to pick a side. You you have to decide that because you know they always talk about uh, you know the honor of war. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a great line in Mass Effect 3, it was some, from DLC actually, uh, the Prothean, who his entire race has been extinct. He's literally the last living being of his race. And he mm-hmm. asked them, he says, stand in the ashes of a billion of a billion dead people and ask what is honor worth. And when you're in war, there is no honor. You have to do whatever it takes. And you have to be able to let go like that in order to be a proper tool well, here, of, here's, of that army. Here's what's frustrating. If that kid never died the way he did, would you think <laughs> You're so Morgan right. be no. there? 
Nope. All right, that's why I'm irritated with them. That's, that's <laughs> I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I, I get that. I just wanted to draw a different question than whether you're yeah. irritated with them or not. But I, I, get, I, I like there are certain things about him. He asks questions in this world that I find interesting, but at the same time, you know, at this point where they are, and knowing how bad Negan is and what he's done to already, you know what I mean? Can uh-huh. you just sit by the sidelines? And that's the thing is, he right, he's only in it because of the kid. If it was Rick and the group, would he be in the fight right now? Probably not. Uh-uh. And if he's not in the fight, then there's not going to be anything new to come along to suddenly make him get in the fight. And so, um, but I do like, you know, Carol, here's another one. She's just like, look, I don't care what happens. If they killed Glenn, they, you know, this this group needs to be handled. You know, if they're a threat to my my friends, she's going to come and step it up, and I love that she did that. Oh yeah, Carol was awesome. Again, she's just a badass man. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to mess with her, but I kind of do. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and that's she's, the she's, thing is, see, the saviors were in the middle of a nightmare sandwich. You had the kingdom of Carol on one side, you had Hilltop with Maggie on the other. <laughs> oh my God, this is not a good place to be. He's blind. This is what shit looks like. What is that? What he said to um to Simon. Simon, this is what shit looks like. He said something yeah. like that. That was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty and cool. He, but when he says the, the widow's alive, he couldn't see that she was there. It, oh no, he said uh, the widow's alive and guns are blazing. That's what he yeah. said. Which, oh. <laughs> That's what he said exactly. <laughs> That's yeah, some really great lines. In- yeah, I, and I loved and, it because he was like he was caught off guard, and when that tiger yeah. jumped out, he was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. When the tiger jumped out, when Sasha, we haven't even talked about that. When Sasha comes out of the coffin, he's oh shit! He's just, <laughs> that was the first time I've ever seen Negan panic. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't know what to do right there. Because he's always <laughs> been in charge. He knew he knew how this is going to play out. And that did not play out the way he thought it was going to, and that's why he was like, "Oh shit!" Which is... she's the most, she's the most beautiful wild card ever, and I love that. The only thing is, she couldn't control herself at that point, or she never would have broke the focus off Negan. But you know, as soon as she got pulled off, she just goes to the next piece of meat. Yeah, unfortunately, that, and that right there was a, a missed opportunity because in the comic book, it was the doctor. And then mm-hmm. and Negan pretty much gave him here, take him back. I'm just gonna show you, you know, you know, everything's cool. And and when they removed the mask, uh, the doctor bit somebody, and that's when all hell breaks loose. But they, they actually did, did something bit... like that in season two of the uh, Walking Dead video game, Telltale game. They you oh. had a character that you could either you could either um, save them, but it just seemed, I, you know I always say like that that. Uh, Dwight wouldn't be allowed back. These other guys wouldn't be allowed back. But this dude here, I literally, I'm like, this guy is useless to me. He's just going to get us in trouble. So I end up killing him. And then the, his people show up wanting to make a deal. And I'm like, well, so what are the options? You can put a bag on this zombie head and bring him out. <laughs> so that's what I did. I'm like, I don't know what to do at this point. I traded him a live guy, but I didn't. And it, I, that's one of the things I love about the video game is they put you in some serious oh shit moments. Oh, I should not have made those choices. <laughs> made a bad decision. Real bad decision yeah. here. Immediately regret this decision. Can we hit rewind? Let's pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> but it was cool. But, uh, I mean, I, I I did like what I see. I, um, the whole twist of, of the Garshville 
um, turning on him was necessary because it had it brought the stakes up, you know. And, and dude, well, I tell you what. Mo- oh, and really quick, Michonne broke that one chick in pieces before she threw her off the thing. Her neck, her arms, legs, everything was broken. I'm like, that is. Oh awful. my goodness. <laughs> no, Carl. Carl was a badass when when uh, if we yep. went back and go this when he. When uh, when Negan and Sasha went down the ground, what did Carl do right off the top? Start a fire. Start, start blasting <laughs> fools. Like, the three guys in a row. Like, damn, it's on. Yeah, didn't miss a beat. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is he's got a cold steel about him because of being brought up in this world and having to grow up in this world that, that has literally got him to be – he's not a killing machine because he's not a cold-hearted person. But when he has to handle business, there is no zero hesitation. No, there's not, and that's what's. And I, it's interesting. And, I think that remember in season two, he got, or was it season two or season three? We were attacking the the prison, and the one put down his weapon, and he shot him anyway. Uh huh. Oh my God! He needed to do that in order to get to where he is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of how the because of how uh, Herschel and everybody dealt with it, I think they handled it properly, and it taught Carl the right path to be on, and now literally can do it without hesitation because he's confident in his actions. Oh, yeah, and he knew this is the opportunity to do something. He knew, boom, mm-hmm. I mean, just dropping a beat, just bam, 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 and everybody started firing. Yep. But here's the thing. Here's, here's what I'm, I'm predicting. Maybe when this mm-hmm. show ends, they can go five, ten years in the future and just follow, follow Carl. And you'd be all grizzled out or whatever, and that'd be, to me, that would be the spinoff. If you're going to do any spinoff from this series, it would be following Carl. That's only. There's no way. There's only because he's been brought by his dad, and just knows how to live in this world and how to survive, as we can Completely. clearly see. With, with Rick dying off at the end of this series, and then having Carl com- continue raising Judith, and you've got these two badass brother and sister that's just, you know, wherever they go, they're fucking boss out. You know. It can happen. I, I, you never know. You never know. Dude, you know, so. Anything's possible with this series. That's one of the things I love. Um, and uh, let's see, what else? Um, oh, when they, what I wrote, Glenn made the decision. I cannot think of what that was. Um, that was something that that. that no, Maggie he said that my, oh, Maggie, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rick says you made the right decisions coming now, and she goes, "Sorry, with Glenn when he came mm-hmm. in, and it all started with you two when he, he saved you from the tank and right, led right, you to exactly your, with him, I, you're absolutely right. I, I missed why I wrote it down, but that was such a deep th- And again, uh-huh. as much as the Abraham tribute was perfect for Abraham, and I'm glad it was on screen, the fact that they did uh, Glenn's tribute where it was spoken and not visually done, I love uh-huh. it. I think it was so perfect. It was exactly what both characters needed. Yeah. I love how she's wearing his jacket. You know, he's, mm-hmm. you know, she was holding his watch. You know, watch. Well, and it was, was yeah. Watch. yeah. Yeah, well, definitely, yeah, I like how they – that was a good tribute for Glenn because, he, like you said, he's been there from the very beginning. He's from the first episode with uh, with uh, Rick. So, yep. yeah, it, 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 and the thing is now if you look back at season seven, you see how how important – I mean, devastating that was losing Glenn. It was a mm-hmm. – that was a devastating blow to everybody. I remember when that happened in the comic book, people freaked the fuck out. They yeah. did not expect that. Like, what? Like, Glenn? And that's what they like, need. 
Yeah. And that's what they and need. It, they need that kind of unexpected horror because that's what this world is. There's, nobody has any guarantees. Yeah. And that's and what it was with, at that point. Oh, you're right. They, that, at that point, they were too comfortable because, yeah, we'll take care of this savior problem. Like, you didn't do any kind of recon because they never mm-hmm. met anybody of that caliber. You know, so. And it, they couldn't they imagine anybody of that caliber being in this world anymore. There is no more military. There is no more organization. Not yeah. to that degree. And so, no. yeah, it caught them off guard. Oh, yeah, it did. And, and it gave Rick a reality check, and it cost him dearly, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, and you see, it kind of, like, I think when he thought that Michonne died, he almost fell back in that, how he was, it was at the beginning of season seven. You know, like, I don't know what the hell to do. You, you can see a scene. Look, you can watch that scene at the very mm-hmm. beginning here. You see a lot of similarities, but then he just he just got his head in, in the right place. You yep. got, I got, you know, and, and he told up Rick, you know, as you played in the beginning of the show, where he said, I'm done with your ass. You're dead. You're going and to I, die. And I love it. Full circle. This is something, too. I love the way they did it. Full circle from the first episode of this episode. We have not changed our position. Even though you still seem to have the upper hand, even though everything is on your side right now, you're going down. You're already done. I love it. Mm-hmm. And that look, Negan's uh, face, like this guy got some balls, but he don't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't realize he's, you know, he must be an idiot because he starts smiling. Like, I'm gonna kill your kid. You don't. I, yeah. I'm going to do that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the smile I got from that. Like, dude, you all right? You gave me permission, Man. and then ah. you said I could do it. <laughs> the guy, and... Tiger, that's hurting my brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just love that Negan said that. Wasn't one of the henchmen. Wasn't Simon. If Simon said a fucking tiger, I would have lost my shit. But it was still cool right. that Negan said. No, it had to be Negan saying that. Yeah, yeah, man. And boy, man, if if uh, if Ezekiel would have just again had a little more control on that tiger to get him to aim, he only missed him by a little bit. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, Jeez, man, I, I would love to. Yeah, I would love to have seen the tiger eat Negan. I think that would be hilarious. Man, I don't care. I'd be like, man, that tiger's eating that person. What's going to stop him from attacking me? How does he know I'm not a bad guy? That's because, the whole thing. Like, is that dude doesn't know the tiger doesn't know uniforms. So <laughs> he just happened to grab two people that happened to be bad guys. It'll be cool. He gnawed on one of the good guys. I'm oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I'm in the middle bad. of going tiger right now, so I can't help it. <laughs> Apologize. I'm in tiger mode right now. Exactly, Not the kitty know. that you all like. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, but again, so man, what... do you do... Yes, go ahead. No, go ahead. Let's say, it can't, again, we do this every freaking April. It's over. Like, it, I mean, I swear it felt like yesterday. I keep saying every time we just started season seven, and now it's gone. Like, ah, it's now back to waiting game. We do more waiting what... than watching. It's funny because that's exactly where I was just going to say is, what's your prediction for next season? <laughs> I, let me tell you, I can tell you my prediction if you really want me. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but what, what do you think? Forget about what the comic books tell you. Okay, and okay. What do you think that the show is going to do? What, what are you expecting the show itself to do? I, I'm expecting that the first six episodes should be freaking – you know, Saber Pride Ryan with zombies. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. I'm expecting. I not saving. I'm just trying to say I'm expecting war. 
I'm expecting mm-hmm. going back and forth. I expect casualties. I'm expecting a big freaking surprise. And if, if, if I'm right, I'm saying now it should be introduced hopefully by the fifth or by the sixth episode what I've been waiting for after Negan should, should okay. make it its way. So what I'm thinking is going to happen, we're going to see all-out war in the first half, of, and it's going to come to an end at season six with a cliffhanger where I think where they're going to introduce the next story arc. What happens after Negan, we're going to find out at the season finale, or I'm sorry, the, the mid-season uh, finale. That's what I'm predicting. And they better, because there's no other way to do it. Mm-hmm. Unless they really want to milk it. But see, they wouldn't milk the war. That's what I'm trying to say. There's no reason to milk it the whole season of them fighting. Because that, that would piss both of us off. It's not, it doesn't need to be that way. They throw right. some freaking origin story. They throw Negan's origin story. I'm going to be pissed off because they don't need to do that at all. And they, even it's though, not the story's na- the show's nature. So hopefully they won't go down that path. They did that mm-hmm. one stupid thing with the cheese man that they didn't need to do. But I think for the yeah. most part, they, they try to stay away from that. And I hope they do. But and, one thing yeah. I'll say is I think that uh, that Negan made a big mistake with his use of um, of Eugene, right? Uh-huh. What he should what he should have done with Eugene when Eugene said about the smelting casts for the uh-huh. for the zombies, he should have been like, "Look, all we need is hot metal. Put him in the cast. Somebody figure that shit out." You grab a Eugene. Should have been like, "Come with me." And the first thing he should have put into production is munitions. And I'm not talking being a bullet maker. I'm talking making shells so they can mortar bomb fucking Alexandria or anybody they want. And they get that kind of power. And there is, that's a death star. Now there is nobody that can come and mess with them. And that's what, that's what Negan should have been doing. He should have been been building some serious munitions. Well, you never know. I don't know. I'd, I'd be shocked if all of a sudden they pull that out like, oh, look, by the way, he was doing this. That's lame. If they started, if they suddenly, if they hear this podcast and throw it into the script, I want some money, bitch. But um, the, uh, I'm not going to take my idea. <laughs> they aren't listening to our show. But uh, what do you call it? Uh, they uh, um, If they started him suddenly like, hey, you need to start doing this for our defense, I could buy it a little bit. But I don't think they have enough time at this point to actually start making munitions. They need to come up with, he could be a bullet maker. He could get away with that much. Oh, we got one more scene. We didn't talk about. Oh, here we go. Scene. We Dun-dun. didn't talk about the oh. scene when they, when, when Negan and, you know, they got back to sanctuary. Mm-hmm. When he asked um, Eugene, what the hell, man, why did she die? And looked right at him for that answer. <laughs> I love it. And, and never broke eye contact with them. They both start, they both are calling each other out. He stood his ground, and you know Eugene stuck his ground, saying that she probably lost air. You know, because they can't test it, because I think they left the coffin there. <laughs> I don't think they took it with them. <laughs> well, Maybe they did. Yeah, even, even if they, oh, you mean if they put somebody else in there and see if they suffocate or not? Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be my first see, worry. That's yeah, I can see worry. Megan doing that, just telling somebody to get in. You know, <laughs> don't get out. Yeah. Until I say so, either you're gonna die or you get out. One or the other's gonna happen. It's just that's mm-hmm. one or the other. But the thing is, it just gave Negan just a second guess. Right. Not sure, but if he knew for sure, he would have put that that um, Lucille to um, Mr. Ye- yeah, uh, Eugene's he, face. He, 
You either toss them in the furnace. Absolutely, you wouldn't. You'd because he knows that he that. needs them, but at the same time, he does not going to hesitate throwing somebody in a in a hot furnace in the middle yeah. of August. No, he certainly wouldn't. Well, they're going to start filming the new season in about, I think, in two months. They start filming season eight. So, so if you want people, go out to what is it, Maryland now? I think they're in the north. They're. Uh, and, I don't know where. And get some high powered binoculars. All I know is that sooner or later, I don't know. They should be in snow. I don't. I, I, they should be in snow, but they're not. I I hope so. I've been waiting need- for a winter season since they bypassed it to get to the prison. So yeah, I I hope they get to a snow season. Yeah, well, there's and I I think there was a part when they were, but that was a while back ago. Definitely a while back ago. So again, yeah, that's, overall, that was it when they when they were heading to the prison. That was it was the end of winter. And so there was a little bit of, I think there was still frost and stuff like that, but but it was all already over. I want to see a whole ep, a whole season, or maybe a, you know the first half of a season, whatever, where they're in hard winter, just because that's. The, but the the thing is, the group already knows the effects of winter on the walkers, so it wouldn't you know for them to be surprised by it would be lame, you know. And how do they present it to us to kind of tell people what's going on, how the winter slows them and does all that stuff, but. Damn, I don't know. All right, so last thing is again. So, what is, what is your prediction for season eight? What, what are your? Um, I think that we're going to have. For one thing, they're definitely going to drag out this war at least into the second half of the season. I believe that. I don't. I think. I don't think Megan's going to die in the first six episodes. But I think there's going to be some heavy casualties. I don't. I don't think that we're going to get out. You know, I don't expect Jesus to be around much longer. Um, Father Gabriel may be at the end of his thing, especially with him doling out all this sound advice that he's been doing. It's never a good thing on the show. Um, and maybe somebody else. Maybe, again, maybe Carol at this point. I don't really know where they're going with her character either. So there's a I lot would of wild love to cards. do it. We, we should do. We should do a pool. We should. <laughs> Of who's gonna die in this season? That will make it like by this episode, this person will die. Uh, because I can tell you honestly, they're not keeping true to the comic book. So even I'll be guessing half the time. I mean, well, I'm, exactly. Carol should be gone already. Uh, uh, Andrea should still be around. There's a lot of things that should be different. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll see. But the thing is that if uh, if Carol is dead and Andrea is around, as much as I like Laurie Holden as an actress. I would hate that. I, I'm so glad they got Carol still with us because she's, you know, she's yeah, just awesome. She, uh, she irritated me over at uh, Woodbury, whatever. She 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 irritated me over there. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was done with her at that point. They could, that she, it was the perfect place to let her go because, as they even said when you know behind the scenes, she was the motivation for Michonne to kind of push forward, and I think that that was cool. I think that she needed to to meet her fate there. And and I love where Michonne's at now. So again, she probably couldn't be here without some of that, or it wouldn't yeah. be justified. You know, it wouldn't be earned. So definitely a a a, a good season. You know, uh, overall, like I said, I was looking forward to season seven. I I don't think I was that disappointed with it. They uh, followed through, and yes, they did speak through some of the episode, a comic book. And at the same time, areas where they milked that, I found irritating. But uh, <laughs> we we had a fair share of cool zombie kills. Is there any cool zombie scenes that you really like from this season? Oh, the, the 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 uh, what is it? The 
clothesline of all the zombies on the on the roadway that was, was great. Cool. That um, was cool. I'm trying to think if any others really stood out to me. Um, you know, I loved the one that was on the wall and it fell apart. The lower half of it just fell off. I thought that was cool. The thing, the yeah. thing that got uh, the Eugene to come up with the castings for him. And yeah, yeah. That, was, that was crazy. And That's I like the uh, I like the kill of the doctor over in the in the saviors group. <laughs> you know, that was brutal, man. That was, and it was kind. Of, I mean, although I expected something to happen, I didn't expect that shit. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't know if I want to eat tonight. <laughs> yeah, is that the same oven we cook our pizzas in? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're eat. I don't think I'm just gonna eat out tonight. Is there like a McDonald's around here? <laughs> we got Cook Doctor in there. I'm not really, dude, because of smell yeah. and everything. Oh my god. Oh, dude. dude, the whole place would stink like ham. It wouldn't be good. It would not be a good scene. Oh, is this terrible all around? Yep. Well, people. So, somebody I walks guess in. Who, somebody walks in, doesn't know the doctor's dead. They're like, hmm, is it Christmas? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I hate to say it, people, but this is it. We're done with. Bring out the dead for season seven. Yeah. I, that, I, hey, good news. We're going to be doing Calling Saul next Monday or Tuesday or one of those days. Yeah. I'm excited. I am really excited for the first episode. I would love to talk about it, but somebody's not up to speed. So I, can't I have give to you a- still watch season two because I'm a lame ass. I don't know what I'm holding up for, but I'm going to knock them out this week. There's only 10 episodes. I got them all ready to go. I'm going to knock everything out, and then on uh, on this Sunday, I'm going to be ready to go for the brand new episode. The funny thing on that is I did the exact same thing with uh, Breaking Bad. I never really watched Breaking Bad for the entire series, and then I power cycled the entire, you know, from season one all the way up until the last five episodes, and then I watched them and in like real three time. weeks, like yeah. three weeks. Yeah, he knocked them out. That was crazy. It was like me with uh, with the loss. I did the same thing with loss. I caught up with the show. And I was and unemployed was at the time. I had a lot of time done my hands. I didn't, you know, have to looking for a job was only you can only do that so many hours at a time. It's only worked two hours looking for a job. I only got all day, man. Come on, man. It's, I don't want to do eight hours looking for an eight hour job. That's I mean, cool. they're not looking for employees after twelve. I mean, they expect me to apply after twelve. Be- I mean, besides that, walking around from office to office trying to get into some place, you know, you start sweating, you start stinking by noon, you're done, dude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that was a long time ago. Well, people, I, I enjoyed oh, and the show. Was, We're doing yeah. the show. <laughs> we, we are doing the show. And what's it called again? Uh, bring out the dead, and then calling Saul coming up next week. All right, man. Well, I I I don't like saying goodbyes, man. This is it's it's, it's I'm I'm holding on because this is this is it for Walking Dead till October, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't want it to end. Can we just watch the whole thing right now and just do a commentary on all the episodes? Can we do that? Just start from the very I, beginning. Yeah, like we said I last say, year. <laughs> I say, why don't we just let this podcast keep going, and we're going to talk nonstop until October. We're just. Yeah, how's that? That sounds like a good deal. That sounds like a, a Guinness Book Record contest. We should try that. It's just okay. Oh, I don't know. Well, I think we can make it. Honestly, maybe, maybe. I mean, seriously. What? No, maybe I was going to say. No, I was going to say. Okay, look. Hang on. Here we go. Go. I, I have nothing no. to say. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm out of ideas. But hey, everybody, right. we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing a lot of new things this summer. Um, we're going to. We've got. Uh, the about the process coming back where we talk about a little bit behind the scenes of 
writing and doing comedy shows and things like that. We've got a big show coming up in Denver on the 12th and the 13th of, uh, of May. And uh, That's next month. Yeah, it's coming up soon at the Voodoo Comedy Playhouse. So I'm motherfucking Ross. You can get me at uh, Mother F. Ross on Twitter. You can find me, Tony Lamar, at Tony underscore Lamar, or just find me on Facebook or YouTube. Just find me, people. I'm out there. Cool. He is out there. So thanks so much for tuning in, and we will catch you, uh, well, next year. When no, not next year, but the end of the year when the show comes back. And, of course, like we said, yeah, and and we're not going away. We're still going to be doing the shows. Movie hype's still a thing. Uh, Are you going to be continuing the – are you still doing the 80s movies? Yeah, the 80s RSO is every Thursday at 9 o'clock. You can find it right here. I'm on there. Yep, and we will be bringing movie movie hype this summer movies. I think we're going to start with uh, Wonder Woman, and we'll be on location talking to people out there at the theater. So I'm looking forward to that with uh, Jacob James Garcia. And that comes out uh, this summer. Awesome. Can't wait for it. And if there's anything you guys want to see us do, like I always say, put it in the comments and we'll do our best. Have a great day. Again, a black person cannot make it to end an episode. They can't just not. Again, they kill black people in every horror movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs>